0: If you're planning to cut back on alcohol this dry January, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. Recess has meticulously crafted familiar favorites such as Lime Margarita and Grapefruit Paloma, allowing you to savor the flavors and experience of these cocktails without the alcohol content. Throughout January, my listeners can take advantage of a special offer and get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler Pack at TakeArecess.com minimalist. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash minimalist so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. If most of us were honest, I'm sure we'd all admit to impulse shopping from time to time. From a basic perspective, we may assume it's only a financial problem. However, it's both a personal and psychological issue too. The question is, how do we stop the impulse before it happens? Joining me today to answer this question and more is founder of The Inspired Budget, Allison Bavrely. She defines impulse spending and addresses the reasons we tend to impulse spend and steps for how to stop, plus much more that you don't want to miss. Wow, that was a a mouthful. (laughs) But before we get into the conversation, I wanted to encourage you to leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet. Leaving a rating and review on iTunes is the best way that you can help this podcast continue to succeed and grow. And now a quick tip for you or maybe a word of encouragement as we move into the fall season, the winter season. I actually shared this yesterday on Instagram and I said, arrange a toy swap with fellow moms to temporarily trade toys. Even their old toys will feel new when they return. I think this is a really great idea moving into cooler months because typically this is when we're home a little bit more than we would be in the summer and so it's always nice to have new toys that you haven't had to go out and purchase but also you don't necessarily have to keep forever. So my idea was to invite friends via Instagram to come over to my house at some point this fall and do this very thing. So I highly recommend doing this in your area. It honestly is just a great outreach event for women to meet one another this is beside the point but several years ago my friend coralie would have a bunch of different women from all areas in her life she would put out the invite hey i'm having brunch on saturday morning and whoever can make it can it would be a potluck type breakfast we all showed up at 10 a.m and just got to know one another and honestly some of my closest friends to this day originated from those brunches that coralie put together so all that to say if you arrange a toy swap with fellow moms It could be a really great way not to just share toys with one another, but to get to know people. So it's really a win-win all around. Just remember, no need to buy new, just borrow. All right, I think that's all I wanted to share this week. Here's my conversation with Allison. Allison, thanks so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. I did a series not long ago, which it wasn't an official series. It just kind of happened that way regarding finances, Mm -hmm. debt freedom, little hacks here and there. So even though you weren't back in that series, I think that this (laughs) information is so important in talking about impulse spending as minimalists. I feel like this is something that a lot of us struggle with. And I know that that's something that I struggled with a lot prior to pursuing minimalism on my own. So I'm happy you're here. But before we get into our conversation, just go ahead and introduce yourself to listeners and then we'll get started.
1: So my name is Allison Baggerly and I'm the founder of Inspire Budget. I basically aim to help women learn how to pay off debt, save money, and ultimately build wealth. But my husband and I um, got pregnant on our honeymoon. We realized we were drowning in debt as two teachers, and we paid it all off in four and a half years. It was over $111,000 worth of debt. And During that process, I became passionate about budgeting, and I also became aware of my spending habits and how so many of them were harmful, especially my desire to impulse spend.
0: I thought that I was scrolling through your Instagram the other day and saw that you had a post on teachers specifically and how teachers can pay off Mm -hmm. debt. I didn't realize you were a teacher yourself at one point.
1: Yes, I actually taught for 10 years in the classroom. And then my husband's also a teacher. He's actually a band director for a middle school. So during the entire process of paying off that debt, we were living on two teachers' salaries.
0: My husband teaches high school and I would say I I feel like we're in a good financial situation. I think it is because of discipline and being, I guess, maybe more regimented in the way that we spend. But Mm yeah, I'm like, we don't, we're not having a ton of income, but we're still able to manage and do it quite well. So I think that all of these principles that we talk about on the financial episodes or even, well, impulse spending is somewhat outside of how how much you're making. But (laughs) I think you can apply this to any anyone with any income, really. It's just a matter of getting into those habits and those disciplines.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree.
0: Cool. Well, let's get into our conversation. We're going to be talking about impulse spending, as I said. So what would you consider impulse spending, just defining that for people?
1: So to me, impulse spending is when you spend money unplanned. Usually based off of emotions. So for instance, I used to walk into Target and I was like the classic Target person where I would go grab my latte and walk up and down every single aisle. And if I wanted it, I would grab it. And what I realize now is that I would walk into Target on those days when I felt off on those days when I had a bad day, on those days whenever or whenever I was celebrating something and I wanted to continue that feeling of euphoria or happiness. And so impulse spending is basically unplanned spending, things that you didn't write on your budget, something that caught your attention and you are spending money based off of usually your emotions.
0: Absolutely. And it's why they put all that fun stuff in the old Navy. <laughs> line. Of-
1: yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just like sometimes you think of it as just treating yourself. A lot, a lot of times we fall into the trap of impulse spending because we want to feel better about ourselves or we want to treat ourselves. Or when I was in college, I would fall into impulse spending whenever my boyfriend broke up with me and I was feeling sad. So I would want to mask those feelings. And spending money made me happy. So why wouldn't I want to go out and spend money? Having this stuff made me happy until it didn't anymore.
0: I think that I can be impulsive sometimes too if I'm scrolling social media and I see someone. The the example that's coming to my mind right now is that I'll see someone with a cool or I recently saw someone with a cool, not backpack, but travel bag. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, my daughter actually needs a travel bag. We're going out of town in a couple of weeks, and she's going to need a travel bag to go to her grandparents' house. But I had to pause. I loved that new travel bag, but I'm like, we (laughs) have things at home that could suffice for what she would need. And so I do have something that that I can fill that, I guess, need that Mm -hmm. is – Required, but it is so hard because impulsively I was like, "Well, I want the new one, and I really like that, and that would be long term." Which again, we may invest in something like that in the future, but Mm -hmm. it was impulsive in that moment, and I'm falling into these bad habits even now.
1: So, yeah, and I I think you're right. It's just it's all around us in -hmm. the sense that you said you were just scrolling on social media, and there it is. Social media didn't used to be like that. It didn't used to be filled with ads. In the past, social media was you just had to deal with impulse spending when you were comparing yourself to others. Now Mm -hmm. we have ads thrown in there too. So not only are we still struggling with comparison, but now we have ads pulling at our attention as well. And I think that it comes back to why am I spending it? Just like you said, am I spending it because it looks fun and it looks new and it would be exciting? Or am I spending for it because it's something that truly fits a need in my life? And most of the time with impulse spending, because it comes on impulsively, it doesn't actually fit a need.
0: Well, and even with the example of that bag, if I really needed something, I'm like, you could use a trash bag. I mean, I don't want <laughs> to use a trash bag, but I'm like, if I don't have the money or the room, we need to get creative. And so mm-hmm. I, I think you do have to think that way, again, depending on what you are, what your goals are, and how much I guess you're trying to defeat that impulse in yourself. And I think that honestly, when I was so impulsive with my spending, it did I did have to really step away from shopping and just say no to everything for a period of time to kind of break
1: that addiction. It's almost like an addiction. Yes, so I actually had the same experience. It's almost like a detox. You Mm -hmm. have to detox yourself of these harmful habits that we've been falling into for years. So I was very much the same way. I realized I had this huge trigger when I went into certain stores. So I had to completely avoid those stores. Mm -hmm. I even do the same thing now with... sounds so lame, and this is just so adulthood of me, but there is a certain grocery store in my town that I cannot go into because I will impulse spend, and I will spend anywhere between $50 to $100 over budget because it is just a place that invites so many impulse spending opportunities, and so I do not go there. I even talked with my husband. I was like, I I don't know what to do. He said, we need to stop shopping here because this is a problem. And so I don't go into the store, not because I don't enjoy it. Or if I go in, I have to have a specific purpose. But because my money goals, my financial goals, and my other life goals are more important than spending extra money at this grocery store, I chose to detox it from my life.
0: Well, now I'm curious to know what the grocery store is.
1: <laughs> so there's this grocery store chain in South Texas called HEB. I mean, it's incredible. They have so many neat things, more than just a regular grocery store, but they also have these yellow coupons that hang all over the store. Oh. So you would go up and you'd see a yellow coupon and it, it was just, it was incredible. Just all these tags all over and it just, gave you reason to buy something. And I never thought that I would struggle with overspending at a grocery store, but it's, it's real. The struggle is real.
0: I feel that way when I go to Whole Foods or just, um, honestly, even sometimes Trader Joe's, but I'm pretty good. Yes. But anyways, we digress. We digress. So <laughs> we talked a little bit about why we end Pulse ben. Did you have anything
1: else to say about that? I think that what it comes down to is it usually comes down deeper than the surface level that we originally think it comes from. So if you ask yourself, if you continue to ask yourself why, why is it that you're struggling with this? Usually it comes down with trying to, for me, I think it comes down to trying to avoid emotions or accentuate emotions. Whether you are bored or you are stressed, anxious, mad, uh, sad, maybe you're feeling like, you know, just very apathetic, buying things can give you that temporary high sometimes mm-hmm. it's to accentuate emotions maybe something exciting happens and you want to celebrate by spending money and so it's adding on to that wonderful feeling so I think it really truly comes back down to the feelings and a lot of times it's not being willing to sit with the feelings that are uncomfortable yeah. so we spend money to avoid the feelings that are uncomfortable but ultimately the those feelings are going to come back eventually. Yeah. And the uncomfortable feeling
0: might just be boredom. It's some emotional distress. It it Mm -hmm. honestly boredom. And that's why you're picking up the fill in the blank in the Old Navy shopping line. You can
1: definitely dig deep there. Yes. So I think that that's what it comes down to. But, you know, that's that's hard to do the work on it. And -hmm. it takes time and it takes practice and takes patience. And uh, there's going to be moments whenever you you cave and you buy the thing in the old navy line or you go to the grocery store that's tempting and and then it can feel like a setback but it doesn't have to be
0: no yeah i, I agree Tacovis is a terrific boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making so they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots but they've innovated on comfort style and service And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tecovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west. So how do we stop? And I don't know if you have a list for us or if you just have some of your best tips, however you want to do this, Mm -hmm. Um, we can just dialogue about it.
1: So I think that we stop by questioning the thoughts that enter our mind. So let's say you're scrolling. Let's go back to the backpack example Mm -hmm. of you're sitting on your phone and you're scrolling and the thought enters your mind that I need to buy this for my daughter. So the first thing I ask myself is, is it true? Is it true that you need to buy that item? Definitely not
0: true. Like I said, we could use a trash bag if need be. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Or you could you could get creative with what you already have. So you have to ask yourself, is it true? And then what emotion am I trying to feel to fill, like or to avoid or to get away from? And asking yourself these questions and then recognizing that your thoughts, when when that enters your mind, your thoughts can lie to you. And mm-hmm. a lot of times we impulse spend because we think we need something when really all we do is we want something. And so, allowing ourselves to change the way we think about it, instead of saying "I need that backpack" or "I need I, I need a family vacation," we haven't taken an extravagant family vacation in several years. I need this. Mm-hmm. Instead, changing it to "I want this," and it's okay to want things. Um, then it allows you to see, okay, well, I might want this, but maybe that's not. On, that will help me reach my goals right now. And so questioning those thoughts and stepping back and looking at them not through this emotional lens really helps.
0: So maybe you'll get here in just a second, but I'm wondering... You put up boundaries when you wanted Mm -hmm. to detox. I did the same thing. So, do you have other ideas of boundaries that we can set? So, maybe we don't scroll when we're feeling emotional or we have our phone out at certain times of
1: day. Do you have other thoughts regarding boundaries? Oh, gosh. I mean, there's so many. I would say some of the surface level things are like unsubscribing from store emails. I know Mm -hmm. Old Navy will email me literally once a day, sometimes three times a day on the weekends. I have received three emails and one Saturday from them. Now, thankfully, I'm not triggered by their emails, but if someone is, then I would say unsubscribe from emails completely, send them to spam, do what you need to get that out of sight. So that way it's out of your mind. So I would start there. I would also think about where is it where you are tempted? So are, sometimes we're tempted by ads, but other times we're tempted by just content we're consuming in other ways. Sometimes our friends that are posting things, maybe people we're following on Instagram that we don't even know. And we might start realizing that that's making us want to impulse spend because we see them having something that now we want. And I don't think it's negative to see someone have something that you want, but I don't want you to ruin your budget over it or not be able to reach your money goals. So muting that person or unfollowing them, knowing that you could always check back in. It's kind of like detoxing from Target, knowing I can go into it, um, but detoxing on Instagram with social media.
0: Absolutely. And a lot of those times I will just add it to my Christmas list because Mm -hmm. it is something that I want or it's not something that I necessarily would buy for myself, but I would like to have. I just add it there and then usually someone will get it for me for Christmas.
1: Yes. And then um, actually you saying that you add it to a list or like a Christmas list, what I do with my kids, because I even see if you take kids in a store and they start seeing things they want, right, that can be impulsive as well for them. So what I used to do for my kids, usually for my younger ones, is I would allow them to take a picture of it and put it on my phone Mm -hmm. and then we could put it in the notes app section in the notes app, drop that picture in there and say, okay, well, this might be something that you want to spend your money on or save your money for. And usually they completely forget about it because they realize that they're on to the next thing or it wasn't worth what it would be to be able to do their chores for it or wait until Christmas for it.
0: No, I have the same list in my phone as well. (laughs) I love it. The other thing I was going to mention is that we kind of touched on this with the whole detoxing, but really don't go shopping if you don't have a reason to be there. Mm -hmm. We can create reasons to be there and then we browse all the shops if you're at a mall or whatnot Mm -hmm. and that has never benefited anyone.
1: Yes. And don't get on Amazon if you have no need to be there. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the same is true. I think that now it can be even harder just with everything being online. Um, You're not physically leaving your house. It just makes it so easy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like when I first added social media, what I think I probably got an Instagram when I was 19 and that was 14 years ago. And so when I first had Instagram, it was just for sharing photos. And now if you scroll through photos and there's an ad, you scroll through photos and ads. So it has become a lot trickier to avoid advertising. Mm-hmm.
1: It it really has, and that is, you know, very much on purpose, <laughs> very much on yeah. purpose for those that are selling, right? Yeah, which I mean, I I get
0: it, I totally understand, mm-hmm. but I think when we're coming when we're coming from the perspective of wanting to cut down on impulse spending, we're going to have to be aware of that. And again, if we have to detox from that type of scrolling or social mm-hmm. media in general, setting really intense boundaries, I think it is helpful because yeah. now I can just scroll right by. And even though something's cute, it's, it's like, nope, I know what my goals are. I know what I need. Mm. I know that they're trying to trap me because that thing is really cute.
1: Yes. And I think even just knowing that, just knowing, okay, this is just marketing. This is just really good marketing. When I see something that I want, that is an advertisement served up, By a company, then their marketing department is really good and they're really on point. And -hmm. then I can just know that, okay, well, I don't need it. It's not something I need to buy, but I can say, hey, kudos to that marketing department. You're doing a good job and move on past because that does mean that they're doing a good job, but it doesn't mean that it's something that we need and that we should buy it.
0: All right. Well, Allison, this was wonderful. I think we gave people some things to think about and just how they can maybe set their own boundaries in their life and uh, navigate this area. But if listeners want to connect with you, where can they find you to get more advice in regards to finances or just anything that they have to ask you?
1: Well, you can find my podcast, Inspire Budget Podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at Inspire Budget or just go check me out at inspirebudget.com.
0: Great. Well, let's wrap up this conversation with the two questions I ask every guest. And the first one is, what is something that you're simplifying right now, aka what is your minimalist moment of the week?
1: So my minimalist moment of the week is um, a couple weeks ago was my birthday. And my husband was asking me, what do you want? What do you want for your birthday? And I said, I don't want more stuff. There's not more stuff I want. And so he was like, well, I need you to come up with something. (laughs) And Anyway, I, w- I told him, I, there's nothing I really want at this moment that I'm willing for us to spend our money on. And so the next day, he came back to me and he said, I have an idea. So he has the kids going off to the grandparents house and my birthday gift is we are going to a hotel a nice hotel in Houston with a beautiful pool and we are going to order room service and we're going to swim and we're going to have one night away without the kids and he even took off work so that way we could get away on a Friday and come back late Saturday. That is such a great
0: idea. I love the experiential gift. That is yes. up my alley.
1: Yes, that's, that's my thing. I, I value experiences more than stuff any day of the week. Lastly, what is something that you can't stop talking about? So something I can't stop talking about, which has nothing to do with money or budgeting, (laughs) which I do love talking about those, is we actually purchased a used pop-up camper, and we are renovating it, and we're going to be taking lots of camping trips this summer with our two kids. And so I can't stop talking about just the process of changing things out on a budget, getting everything ready to go for our first trip, and just creating those experiences out in nature with my kids.
0: So where do you store a pop-up camper number if you have one?
1: Uh, it's in our garage, which is yeah. which is frustrating and annoying, but you know, it's it is what it is. We don't want to have to pay for $150 a month of storage. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why we got the pop-up camper was so that way we could save money on storage. We actually bought it used off of Facebook Marketplace, paid for it in cash, and my husband loves doing work with his hands and and fixing things so he's having a blast with painting and laying new floor and we're doing it all on a budget and it's it's been so much fun
0: no I absolutely love that I feel like my husband is someone that always wants to camp out which is fine I'm happy to (laughs) camp but I don't want to do it for more than really one night in a row so I love the idea of a pop-up camper because then we can do it for longer (laughs) but yes I, I don't yeah I'm like where would we store that but that is such a great idea
1: Mm-hmm. And and that's our thing too. I actually like camping, but my husband doesn't. So he's actually the one who is very excited about it. But you're sleeping on a bed. You have air conditioning mm-hmm. in Texas. That's where we live. Uh, you have air conditioning in the summer, but you're still out in nature, which is what we want. That's a great idea. I'm excited.
0: I hope you share some stories from when you guys get it all set up because that'll be fun to watch.
1: Yes, I actually have a highlight bubble on my um, Instagram feed where I have like all the renovations we've done so far and what it looks like when we first got it. So it's, it's fun to follow along with. Yeah. I'll go check that out.
0: Well, again, Allison, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about impulse spending. I feel like this is a topic I've never covered before that I can't believe we haven't talked about. So I'm happy <laughs> to have had you to join me today. Yes.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: What did you think of the episode? I hope this episode was helpful for you and I'd love to hear your thoughts. I invite you to keep the conversation going at minimalismomspodcast.com. And there you'll find the links to the Instagram account, Facebook page, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you
1: think more and do with less. At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies